all a moot point. <laughs> like a cow's opinion. Just doesn't matter. It's moot. Hello, my name is Dr. X. And I'm Sammy Mead. And welcome to our podcast, Moo Points, um, in which we will be discussing all the TV all at the same time. Today, our topic of discussion is, which is better, friends or how I met your mother? And this is quite the topic on the internet. A lot of people have a lot of opinions on this. Uh, we certainly have a lot of opinions yeah, okay. on Okay, I'm going to stop you right there, because before we even start, let's just explain how big of fans we are of Friends. <laughs> because we, we, ha- we come from a family of five people, and we own three copies of season one through ten on DVD, which is crazy, considering it's all on Netflix. We've seen it through. Over 20 times. We have every line memorized. So, yeah, basically, (laughs) this isn't really a debate. The reason we're even discussing this is because we actually do know a lot of people who do think How I Met Your Mother is better. We love How I Met Your Mother as well. We have seen it multiple times. We recognize it has a lot of redeeming qualities. Um, So, you know, we absolutely would like to recognize those as we go through. But, yeah, we just want to be totally transparent before we even start in that we think Friends is the best show in the entire world. And so it's not going to be too much of a debate for us here. All right, so let's jump into our first category. Let's talk about originality first, because obviously Friends came way before How I Met Your Mother, and they're both set in New York with a group of friends. Um, Yep. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Talk about originality. What do you think? Well, originality it clearly goes to Friends. Friends wins this category just because it came first. Older is always better, despite what Barney thinks. Yeah, I mean, okay. I will give him one thing, which is it has a very original storytelling strategy. It's non-chronological. It drops clues in season one and doesn't visit them till season eight. It, I've never seen another show that has the same kind of storytelling um, element that Himium does. However, don't even I could go on for two hours about the things that Himium ripped off directly from Friends. Like, just, just off the top of my head as I was making these notes. Things like uh, the, the bamboozled game in Friends shows up when at the end of that episode in Friends when Ross is testing Rachel on her parenting skills, that is the exact same thing that happens in How I Met Your Mother when Marshall makes the Who Would Be the Best Godparent board game. Right, right. Things like Gael from How I Met Your Mother is Paolo from Friends. Yep. Things like Emily from Friends made Ross never see Rachel again. Stella wanted Ted to never see Robin again. Right. A lot of the same little storylines. Literally, like, it's almost as if the Himium writers assumed nobody had seen Friends. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's also the overall point of the essence of Friends is a group of dysfunctional friends living in New York being funny. Right. And that is the essence of I Met Your Mother. So yeah, let's be real. Originality goes to Friends. Even though Himium has a really cool original storytelling strategy. Right, the narrative frame. But 
So we both agree friends wins this category. Yep. <laughs> okay, let's talk about characters because I honestly think Himium wins this category. Himium has some good characters. I think that if we're being real, both shows, the characters have very unrealistic aspects. They're all pretty, like, loser people. But if I were to pick a group to hang out with, undoubtedly, it'd be the How I Met Your Mother group. I feel a better connection to them. They're more real than the Friends group. How are they more real than the Friends group? Like, is it... I actually, like, cannot even... Like, one of the biggest things that took me out of Himium was the concept that someone would be telling their children the story of every woman they've ever hooked up with. Like, that just doesn't seem like a real person to me. Okay, well, let's talk about Phoebe, because there's nothing real about that. <laughs> I mean, I love Phoebe, but it's just completely unrealistic that <laughs> that's a person. I don't know. My thing with the characters, like, I don't really care. I don't think these characters are really realistic in general. Like, nobody... No, I agree with that. ...on this show is realistic. I agree. Where I think Himium wins on characters is how attached you are to them. Like, you really love these characters on Himium. They have complex emotions. They're not, you know, just funny. They really have emotional depth. Right. And you connect to them deeply. They develop over the years. I mean, and then that all gets ruined, but we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> but they really do develop as the show progresses. They change. You go on a journey with them. Whereas Friends, they... They're funny. They're really, really funny. But do they develop as well? Like, are you as emotionally connected to them? Do you want to, the best thing to happen to them? I don't know. I think, I do think Himium has some great characters. I also like a really cool thing they do with their characters is they kind of defy regular gender stereotypes. They have very unique characters. Like, I talk about this a lot, but Robin and Lily being the dudes and Marshall and Ted being the stereotypical girls. Like and, romantic. Yeah, over-emotional, over-romantic. Uh-huh. Whereas you have, like, Robin and Lily being chill, low-maintenance. Robin's, like, career-driven. Career-driven. Right. Exactly. I like that a lot. I think they do really cool things with the, the characters on Himium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, they don't have a Janice. They don't have the best side characters, like Friends does. Oh, that's a really good point. There's a lot of amazing secondary characters on Friends. Yeah. Including all the parents. Yeah. Yep, yep. Gunther, Janice, yeah. Whereas I think Himium actually has pretty weak side characters, like every single girl that Ted like, dates. I yeah. just Wendy just... the waitress, you know, like... They like, show up, but they don't have a character, and they're not very funny. True. They don't. True. They don't um, contribute anything to the quality of the show. They're just there. Whereas, like every time Janice or Gunther pop up on Friends, it's, it's just like a stand-up and clap moment. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, they Himium lacks the side character development, but their main five are really gems. Every yeah. single one of them. Yeah. I. I feel a way stronger emotional connection. What do you what do you feel about how on Friends I would say there isn't a main character? Like equal storytelling time is going to all six of these characters. Mm -hmm. 
Whereas on Himium, you have a main character, clearly. Right. A narrator, and then everyone else kind of revolves, you know, on the side of Ted. Yeah. What do you... Is that a strength or a weakness, or do you just not care? Um, I don't think I care. Yeah. I, I like the... I think that How I Met Your Mother does have a main character, but it also has enough variety where you, you do care about the other characters, and you do see enough of them. It's not, yeah. it's not like just Ted on the screen all the time, even though he is the main character. Yeah. And Friends does a really good job of giving everybody screen time and giving the characters screen time with each other character. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, I, can I pick the next category? Because yeah, go ahead. This one is like really important to me. It's pretty much a deal breaker for Himyam, and it's, it's the ending. Okay. So before, yeah, I'll, I'll go on into this, but <laughs> we should probably put a spoiler warning at the beginning of this podcast, but obviously we will be discussing in depth right now the ending of these two shows. So if you have not seen either one all the way through, quit out of this podcast just, right just, now and go yeah. open Netflix and don't do anything else until you finish. <laughs> you know, it's really worth that eight bucks to watch these two shows. Like, just get an eight month, eight dollar, <laughs> one month subscription binge watch Friends and How I Met Your Mother. You It'll know. take you like two months tops. <laughs> They're both incredible shows. Go ahead and just do that. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So so the ending here. The ending Let me just say, both brought me to tears. And one <laughs> was in a very, very good way. And one was in a terrible, heart-wrenching way. And I think we disagree on the main reason we hated... The, we both hated the How I Met Your Mother ending. As... You know, I want to say everyone in the world did, but my best friend from high school thought this was the best episode in the entire world. Anyway. Are you so, still friends with her? So we disagree, though, I think, the two of us, on why we thought the ending was terrible. So here's what I... Okay. I was Team Robin from the beginning. Like, I wanted Ted to end up with Robin. That's fine. I'm even fine with the mother dying. Like, there were Easter eggs planted for that all along. Like, I mean, the one thing I will say about that is I think it makes Ted seem like a terrible, terrible person that he's sitting there telling his kids about every woman he's hooked up with in, like, this humorous, like, kind of crude way while he's telling the story of this amazing woman that is their mother. That is kind of terrible. But I'm okay with the mother dying. I'm okay with Ted ending up with Robin. What I'm... What made me absolutely hate this episode mm -hmm. was the character assassination of everyone on this show, basically. Right. So I spent nine years developing Barney and Robin as real people. Like, you start off, and Robin's this, like, career robot who hates relationships. Barney's this womanizing alien who's, like, not capable of feelings. Right. And you're like, okay, these people are funny. They're not real humans. And then you spend nine years developing them, and they do develop. Like, Barney dates Nora and Quinn, and you kind of start feeling at the end that Barney is a real person capable of love. Mm -hmm. And he and Robin, and that last season, you feel like it works. Like, I was fully convinced I was, Robin and Barney made sense. I totally shipped them by the end. Like, and, which is crazy, because if you told me that in season one, I would have been like, this is the worst idea ever. Yes. But this show really did a great job developing these characters. I was totally on board. I was totally convinced. And then in 10 minutes, they undid, like, six years of incredible character development and just 
through these characters back to their season one selves. Right. Robin gets a divorce to go back to her career. Barney's seen hitting on women at the end. Yeah, he's 40 and he's hitting hitting on like 19-year-olds. It's gross and it's just completely incompatible with like four, the four to six years at the end there where you really start to believe in him and you really start to believe in him and Robin. And then, yeah, you just have Robin as this loner again and Barney as this terrible, like, womanizer again. It's just like, why? Not would- to mention the whole gang breaks up. They haven't seen each other. Yeah, like, that is the real murder on the... The murder of Barney and Robin's characters, to me, is far worse than... The, the, you know, mother ending up dead. It's just absolutely terrible TV. It's terrible story writing. It just, it was a huge betrayal, basically. I agree. Of, like, years of good, I mean, I'm saying years, but I watched the show in, like, two months, but, <laughs> like, yeah. seriously, not, not cool. Terrible writing. Just terrible writing. Like, what did you think? You, you hated that, you didn't want I, I, yeah, yeah, I was just team mother- the whole way, basically, and then season nine, when we actually met her, I fell in love even more, and then they just took that away. Yeah, that's true. So, that's my main reason, instinctually, but you make very good points about wrecking all the characters. And I will admit, like, it is very rare that you get a show that you can totally see had the ending planned from the pilot. There's all these there's all these clues from the beginning that the mother was going to die. Very good clues when you go back and rewatch it. Right. You know, there's the scene where he knocks on the mother's door if he had 45 more minutes or was it 45 more days? Yeah. And all he would want is to spend to spend that with. There's there's huge huge anvil-sized clues. Right. Throughout Which I didn't film. catch them at all until rewatching. But it's cool you almost never see shows that are actually planned that well. Right. That doesn't make it okay, though. It really just doesn't for me. It just doesn't. I mean, I don't care. Good job planning. Terrible ending. Yeah. I, if, if you want a little fun fact, there's a really cool podcast you can download where they interviewed the dude who plays Ted for, like, two hours after the finale. And he talks about how, yeah, they totally had this ending planned from the beginning. They were going to kill off the mother. And then around... And then for season nine, when they cast... I don't know who the actors are. Her name is Tracy something. No, the actress. I don't know. So they cast this amazing actress in season nine, and all of America was obsessed with this woman, and they were like, wow, like, they actually cast the perfect mother for this show. Mm -hmm. And I guess the writers saw, the producers and writers saw this amazing reaction to her and almost started second-guessing whether they should kill her off in the end they're like should we should we not and then they just went ahead and that's the other the fact that there is uh, another ending out there that they didn't use that was yeah, released they all on youtube yeah. the alternate ending yeah. yeah so yeah and then do you want to talk about the ending of friends yes <laughs> there is absolutely nothing wrong with the ending of friends it is perfect yeah like yeah there's just no way that it could have been done better. It had suspense. It had humor. Humor, you know. It also had callbacks to the beginning. Right. Yeah. You know, everything that you wanted to happen happened. But and it wasn't boring. It wasn't like, oh, look at that. Like it was still one of the best episodes of the show. Right. 
Again, another rare case where a show actually ends well. This almost never happens. Right, and no matter how sad you are to see the show end, it was just so satisfying. You know, like, if I was asked, like, would I want, like, a reunion movie or them to make another season, like, absolutely not. It was just ended so well. Yeah, it was really good. It's a a beautiful episode. Right. So, yeah, there we go. On one hand, you have everything you could ever want from Friends. You have... Yeah, the humor, the callbacks, the the dream ending, the suspense. And on the other hand, you have character assassination. Right. That they spent years developing. Everything we said we liked about the characters earlier, they just went ahead and just... In ten minutes. It wasn't even, like, the whole episode. They just... Oh, look at that. Everything's wrong and everyone's life sucks. Like, really? Yeah. So dumb. Yeah. Horrible. Horrible writing. Is all I'm gonna... I just... I hate it. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> pick another pick another topic of comparison here. Okay. Um this is a big one for me is rewatchability cuz I when I uh have like 20 minutes to spare or if I want a background show on while I'm folding laundry <laughs> I'm going to go to friends. Why? There the humor is just better quality. There is more of it. You know, basically every line is a joke. And no matter... I have every line memorized, and I still laugh out loud. And then I also think a big thing is the ending. Like, okay, so the mis- a big component of Himium is the mystery, right? Like, who's the mother? How is this going to end? And then once you know and you hate it, it almost taints the earlier episodes, too. It's like, okay. See, after I watched Himium the first time, I... Rewatched it several times because I really liked it. I still laughed, but it did get old. Friends has just not gotten old. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think, yeah, Friends is... Because they don't have any sort of ongoing mystery or long-term thing, every episode is really standalone. You don't have to watch them in order, and that kind of adds to the timelessness and rewatchability, I guess, of it. You can just you can just throw one on and it, it will be amazing by itself. Yeah, yeah. They the writers had no commitment to like character development or emotion. Right. They really only focused on the comedy. And right. for me, and I think you would agree, that's the most important part of a sitcom. Right. I'm I really am not watching a you know, twenty minute sitcom about dysfunctional people in New York. For the drama, for the or feels, the, the the real life things. Some people do, but yeah, I want to be laughing hysterically. That's that's huge. It's a comedy. Yeah, and like our next category actually is humor, and it's like it's kind of hard to me for me to pin down a description of the two types, the different humors on this show. But I do think Friends kind of pioneered this thing where you like plant the seed. And then call back to it in the funniest possible way. They you know, do such a good job of bringing up jokes that... Unexpectedly. Unexpected. Like, they don't repeat it too much. And they bring it back just so that you remember it enough. Right. Like, right. It's and, just such a perfect balance. And I think How I Met Your Mother tries to do that too. Like, they do try to kind of rip off that... Like, plant the seed and then recall it. Right. If you, if you rewatch season nine, you'll notice that there isn't any new jokes. Of How I Met Your Mother, to be clear. Of How yes, I Met Your Mother. Sorry, yeah. sorry. Of How I Met Your Mother. 
There aren't any new jokes. It's all repeats. And it's it gets all facts. Yeah. It's just like, remember in season one when we did that funny thing? We couldn't think of anything new funny, but that was funny back then, remember? Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. It's just nice try copying the funniest show in the entire world, but you didn't quite pull it off. But not, let's be real. Himyun, like, gets some laughter. It's not terrible comedy. I think a lot of the humor of both of these shows, but especially Himyun, is, like, deprecating its characters. Like, haha, Ted did, like, a really, like, wrote a really uh, emotional letter and, like, locked himself in a mailbox. But I actually do want to comment on the fact that Himyun, a lot of comedies rely on making fun of each other, especially in relationships. Himyun, with Marshall and Lily, they're able to have comedy through, like, making the relationships stronger, which I really appreciate. That's true. I mean, there is definitely not a couple on Friends that you love as much as Marshall and Lily. There's just yeah. not. Nobody. Like, Nobody's even close. They're perfect. Like, if you look at um, Monica and Chandler, all their comedy is, like... Fighting. Fighting, yeah. Or, like, Monica being, like, better than Chandler. Or, you know, like... Yeah. Chan- you know, yeah, totally, totally agree with that point. Whereas with Marshall and Lily, it's, like, funny how much they love each other. Like, yeah. they'll be telling the story of every detail of their day, and Marshall's like, and then I brushed my teeth, and then I went to the grocery store, and then you, like, pan over to Lily, and she's like, and then what happened? Right. Like, on the or edge like, of it. Like, it's funny how perfect they are, and that is that is nothing you see on Friends, really. Or any other comedy, you know, like, bringing in, like, Modern Family or something. All Cam and Mitch do is fight. Right. Yeah. And, like, but in the category of humor, there is nothing funnier than Ross and Rachel fighting. In the entire world. That's also very true. Like, That's like, the, it's, the greatest scenes are Ross and Rachel fighting. Right, so, so yeah, it's just like, okay, sure. Himium once again wins the character category and the character development category and the relationship category, but like, to, in the humor category, Ross and Rachel fighting, man. <laughs> I mean, just in general, like, I'm watching Himium, I'm totally into it, I love the characters, Seen it multiple times, and but like maybe I'll chuckle like a couple times throughout the episode. But like Friends, the first time I watched it, I would I was just like sobbing with laughter the entire episode. Like I was like right. out of breath, pausing it so I could like calm down. It's like one of the truly comedic genius, most most comedic genius shows. Right. I've ever seen. It's just absolutely perfect and now that i've watched it so many times i'll start laughing out loud before the joke comes for the punchline absolutely it's just like the 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 comedic acting is just so much better the the joke the writing is so much better it's it's really good it's hard to pin down the exact description but Mm -hmm. of the of the humor but it's just very well executed Mm -hmm. and it's more than the lines it's like the body language and the facial expressions and them the timing off of each other. Right. It's like really good. Yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um yeah. I guess we have we have um story we have yeah, the storyline and plot. Right. Well I just think that How I Met Your Mother is the most well thought out show I think that I've ever seen. I think that's safe to say. They just the writers clearly knew where it was going. Um, they have really, really clever hints, 
you know, down to... Yeah, there's, there's little Easter eggs. Yeah, yeah down to organizing the color scheme of the outfits. Elaborate. <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you seen that little post where, like, they... Like, purple... Oh, is a, is okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this was, a, this was a BuzzFeed list, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, what it was was, um, so everyone knows yellow throughout the show was the symbol, the color of the mother because of the, the yellow umbrella. Yellow was always, like, the symbol for the mother. And then in the last episode where Robin and Ted finally break off for reals, well, you know, until 40 years later or whatever, uh, finally break off their relationship, the entire cast is wearing purple very clearly like barney's got this purple tie robin's wearing this like argyle purple sweater um and purple is exactly opposite yellow on the color wheel so that's just like a really you know just the f i really appreciate the fact well, that the uh, writers do think about every little detail because there are some <laughs> shows out there where they don't do that like, the um, the outfits, too. Like, when they flash back and they get... So, in, like, season nine, they'll flash back to something that happened in, like, season two. And they get the hair. They put the hair and the, the clothes that they were wearing in that in that episode back on them from, like, nine years ago. Mm -hmm. That's pretty impressive. Right. Well, definitely... Yeah, yeah. We'll give him um, story, plot, details. Yeah. Planning, whatever that category is. I mean, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. You appreciate the writing. I do. And that, the things where they'll drop and they'll drop an Easter egg or a clue about something that pops up like six years later, and they clearly had it planned all along. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example of that. Like, There's like when Ted sees when Ted dates the mother's roommate and sees the ankle, and then yeah. when you see it from the mother's perspective. That's good. Or yeah. like, what is that one where Ted's wearing that um that dress and they don't explain it, and then like in the finale or something? Yeah, they, I can't remember exactly what it's, that was. It's like a bet he makes, something like that. I don't remember either. Yeah, it was good though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was all planned out. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, we've yeah basically just to recap, went through our our main things we cared about were. Originality. Which goes to Friends. Yes. Characters, which goes to Himium, because we didn't have a side character category. Storyline, which goes to Himium. But then humor, rewatchability, and ending all go to Friends. And those, let's be real, those are the most important categories in a sitcom. So. Yeah. I mean, look, the, the ending was huge for me. Yeah, like I said before. Yeah, I think we have a clear winner. <laughs> Look at that shocker. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we honestly think Friends is, is just the best TV show to ever happen. Yeah, and it's... I highly recommend that you get on this level of loving Friends. <laughs> <laughs> like, go rewatch it, you'll notice things. Life is just better when you quote Friends for half of your dialogue. Yes, it really, truly is. Yeah. Right. So yeah, there you have it. Thank Our you for joining us. Comparison of friends and how I met your mother. This was um, an A episode of, of Moo Points. I'll see you later. Yeah, see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Moo Points podcast. You can find us on Twitter. We are at Moo Points Pod. 
or send us an email at movepointspodcast at gmail.com. Our Tumblr page is movepointspodcast.tumblr.com. And we'd love to hear from you about new ideas, questions, or any feedback you may have. Thanks for listening.